This oh, uh, what? what? Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, oh man. man. Oh. We didn't plan that. That all just came Do out. over. Just kidding. We're not starting over. Full steam ahead. That's this is the way live. This goes. is live on the air. We're not, not kidding around. Not. It's actually not live. It's pre-recorded. Welcome to the Pastors of Pain <laughs> oh. podcast oh. radio show. You might be listening to us on Pete 94.3 in Stillwater or AM 780. You might be listening to us on Oklahoma Catholic Broadcasting Network. You might be listening to us as a podcast on your favorite podcast uh, Pod ven- Bean. venue, whatever um, that may Apple be. But anyway, we're, we're a little radio like show. We're here in uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma's 10th largest city. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which is no distinction whatsoever. <laughs> Um, Payne County, uh, Oklahoma's best county, ranked <laughs> number one on my list of the 77 counties. Payne County is the number one. Why is it? Is it because you're here now? Yeah. So wherever that title moves, wherever no, you move? that's not true. Because I've lived in Tulsa <laughs> County. Tulsa County. Tulsa County's good. Tulsa County's probably number two. Wow. Although I'm a big fan. I like, no, I like Logan County. But the Logan County's right next to us. I also it's like just, Noble County. Oh, stop. Now you're just, but really, I just pandering like to your audience. Um, Father Kerry, <laughs> how are you? How are, how, are, how are you? What's going on? Me? Yeah. Uh, pretty fantastic. It's a, uh, it's a good summer to be alive. Uh, uh, just rocking enj- and rolling. Enjoying, uh, enjoying some doing some work around the uh, the church and yeah. also just uh, fishing. Pastorally uh, caring for your college students. Pastorally caring. We've had some sick college students. Gearing up for the year. Uh, we had fo- a number of focused missionaries in town. There was like, what, 11 or 15 of them. That's about right. Uh, that, was, that was a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And then just getting those focused missionaries off to their campuses in S- South Dakota, Ooh, yeah. Vanderbilt. Uh, SMU in Dallas. Uh, who else is going? There's a couple going to different places. Yeah, and you're getting some new ones. Yeah, getting. We'll have to have them on the show when they get here. Uh, no, no. I don't, I don't, they're not allowed to speak publicly. All right. Whatevs. Oh, okay. I'll let the, just this one time. One just of them's a, from my home parish. Really? Uh, Martha Mary Lazarus, Friends of Jesus Catholic Church. Yeah, one of your missionaries, and I grew up at the same parish. Twenty-five years apart from each other. Come on! What the heck? There's no way. I mean, he's he's twenty. He's twenty-four. Twenty-five. She. 25. He. She. She. I don't know which one it is. We're friends on Facebook, so we're basically best friends. Besties. Um, hey, I, I, have a, I, have a, I have a question. I have a question. Okay. Uh, just a just a little um, couple months in review. Uh, I just I, I just want to bring up some some things that you have said on a on a previous podcast. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, just just I'm ready. Turn I'm down listening. the judgment and, judgment and and thinking that I'm gonna say. Okay, so it has been reported to me, and now uh, I'm bringing this live on the air. This is this is not a co- this is not a court of judgment. I, I just you've already said that. Okay, I, what? I, um, did you say? <laughs> Oh no! This but, is what I usually ask you. Did you say? Yeah, <laughs> and I lie. I slept last night. I don't. Did you say that Mother Teresa is the Michael Jordan of the Catholic Church? Did I say that on the episode? We did an episode about Michael Jordan. Uh huh. And we greatness. And we've talked and, about Mother Teresa a lot. Um. Did I say that my Mother Teresa is the Michael Jordan of the Church? Yes. I might have said that. Why would you say that? Just tell, tell me. Just so. I mean, if we think of like Michael Jordan as the as you know the goat, yeah. I mean, Mother, Ter- you know, I put Mother Teresa as the top of many saints. You know, like in her, especially mission. modern, yeah, and modern saints and her dedication to the poor. Yes, 
uh, opening AIDS hospitals in California, yeah. and serving like soup kitchens Saints amongst the poorest of the, the poor. Yeah, leper colonies. Oh, I mean, yeah. So maybe you got a problem. With it? You want to fight? I, 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 <laughs> I, who would win in a, who would win in a uh, in a basketball game? Mother Teresa or Michael Jordan? Okay, so Mother Teresa, Mother Teresa is is a saint. Is a saint. So now she doesn't. She's liberated she has from the supernatural. Yeah, she abilities. has. A, can she dunk over Jordan? Jordan's still alive. Hmm. Be fun to watch. <laughs> um, so I have to tell you something. <laughs> oh no. So sometimes on the show uh, we're airing this today is it's Festivus, the airing of grievances. <laughs> um, the ways you have failed me this year, you, uh, O'Brien. You. Uh, Sometimes refer to uh, Stillwater and Payne County by a particular nickname. The Red Dirt Riviera. All right. So um, I had a, uh, an eminent uh, soil expert <laughs> who also is a member of my parish. He's, a soil, he's literally a soil expert. Like dirt. Dirt guy. Soil. Or girl. Soil. Soil. And he asked, he's a listener to the show. Okay. Thanks for listening, Doc. Yes. Uh, and he told me that um, it's not dirt. Oh, it's it's soil. That's the difference between cement soil, and concrete. Soil is what is in the ground. When you, so when we say it's red, it's red soil. The red dirt, soil Riviera. Dirt is <laughs> dirt is what then like with the, like if you picked up the soil and like put it on your on your shirt. It God becomes, made dirt. Dirt don't hurt. Dirt. But it's, but it's strictly speaking, not soil. But so, dirt, not dirt. It's dirt soil. doesn't have a second definition. Soil means to like defecate on yourself. So if I said like the, the red soil, the red I think soil knows you were referring to the ground. Everybody also knows that I understand. I'm just saying. Look, you came at me. I'm coming at you. I used the word concrete the other day. And they, I was corrected. No, oh, it's cement. 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 Concrete? No, cement. Ah. So I had to, I have to learn these word differences. I, I get it. I get it. We're learning new. We're lear- words are hard. But red soil Riviera doesn't just I roll just off the tongue to like that, red dirt I just, Riviera. I just wanted to make that. I was asked to make that correction. I have now made that correction. May we please move on to a more. Uh, so, substantial. So if I ever say it again, subject. we'll give Jay like a sound that he can just get. You. It, it, I'll say, "Oh my gosh, welcome to Stillwater, the red," and he'll like soil Riviera. Oh, he, just, he just yeah. edit okay, dub good. it. Yeah. So last episode uh, we talked about uh, <laughs> like kind of what's what's better, wa- going to mass in person or watching mass on TV. And what do you have any kickbacks on this? Any throwbacks? People uh, no, are, no people. People are like, I'm done coming to church, no, Father. No. I think people appreciated it. Uh, so the, so one I had a friend in college uh, who he was he was uh, a quote unquote friend. Uh, he was uh, b- very biblically based. Okay, right. It was what we had that in common. We frequently spoke of the scriptures. Okay, um, but he had a, he had objections to Catholics calling the mass a sacrifice. He did not like that okay. that he his his implication was when you say that the mass is a sacrifice you are implying that Jesus is being killed at every mass okay and then that went along okay. with what he saw in this we were at Boston College Catholic University uh, which had crucifixes everywhere 
Okay. And so it was his kind of his what he saw in Catholics was we were more about the death than about the resurrection. He didn't like that. Okay. And when you, you were more about the sacrifice, multiple sacrifices, mm-hmm. okay, than we okay. are about the one sacrifice, which is Christ's death, are we sort of re-crucifying Jesus at every Mass? And I would say no, and would, we, would talk, we would talk it through, and I just never was able to quite convince. So I thought maybe we would hit on that, and maybe in hopes that my long-lost friend, who I haven't spoken to in 20 years, um, not because we're not friends, but, you know, we go our separate ways. Correct. Mm-hmm. It happens in life. Um, so why do we call the Mass a sacrifice? Uh, is that a rhetorical question? Yeah, no, I'm asking. I'm asking. Uh, what? Why do we? What do we call it a sacrifice? Are we slaughter? Like, when you think sacrifice, a lot of people think death, mm-hmm. killing. Correct. But that's not necessarily the case. I mean, we say like a sacrifice of praise. Or I made a sacrifice today and didn't buy this. And yeah, that, that doesn't. It, so that's yeah. that's that's. I think that was one of the discussions we used to have all those years ago about language. That sacrifice does not equal killing. But there's a lot of sacrifice in the old, like in the Old Testament. Kill the killing of animals, right? And that's to enact the covenant. Ooh, tell us about and that. Diatheke. I'm trying to remember these Greek words. Diatheke is the word covenant. You know, in the in the um, in the New Testament, the word covenant is only used one time in the Gospels, four Gospels. It's only used at the Last Supper. This is the mm. covenant in my blood. Blood. So you could call the New Testament, which is testamentum, which is the word covenant, you could call it the diatheke, the new diatheke, the new covenant, the new sacrifice. Uh, because of this, this um, a sacrifice, a, a covenant is always connected with blood. The sacrifice of like an animal, uh, the sacrifice of two turtle doves to, en- to enact this covenant between mm-hmm. um, the, uh, the parents of Jesus and, and God. Uh, and, and so we have that one time in the New Testament, this, uh, the word covenant, diatheke, uh, which is connected with the lamb, the lamb that is sacrificed. So every year there was this sacrifice of these lambs, which goes all the way back to the Old Testament to Abraham, where Abraham is offering a sacrifice to God on the mountain. And instead of, God says, I saw how faithful you are that you would sacrifice your only son. So there's a ram caught in the thicket and they're looking for a lamb. And so even uh, Isaac, as they're going up the mountain, I love that story because it's like, there's no way... there's no way an old man could sacrifice this young boy, like his son Isaac. We, we should refer to it as like Isaac's sacrifice because he's like, he's carrying the wood up. Yep. And he, it says his dad binds him to it, but I mean, he has to like lay down on it. There's no way his son, the old man's going to overpower the son who's, a, who's like 15, 16 years old. So that the sacrifice is richly connected with the Old Testament and those covenants of the Old Testament. Sacrifices and covenants are connected with blood. So as we mm. get to the Old te- uh, get mm-hmm. to the New Testament, mm-hmm. like we it. find that John the Baptist points out who Jesus is at the beginning of the Gospel of John. He says, "Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world." Yes. And so Jesus is not, and that's the number one image of Jesus throughout the scriptures, is Jesus is a lamb. 
even in the even in the book of Revelation, he's a lamb. Worthy is the lamb who was slain. Yes, on the power altar. And riches, wisdom and strength, honor and glory and praise. Yeah, on the altar there's a lamb. And that's Jesus Christ is the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Which we say in the mass. Correct. Yeah. So now we have this lamb we've been waiting for, and John the Baptist points him out, who will then, as is on the Passover, who will be sacrificed at the evening twilight. That's the ritual from the book of Exodus, that the lamb should be inspected, Pontius Pilate. It should be found without blemish, Pontius Pilate. It also I goes to Herod. No it also goes to Herod, and Herod inspects him also and says, "Ah, send him away. He's found with no fault. None of his bones are broken. Um, that's what the uh, his side is pierced, mm. and he is then sacrificed on the altar of the cross. But that sacrifice then mm. is also connected with, as we talked about last week, is talked is connected with Holy Thursday, the Passover meal." which liberates us from freedom, from slavery to sin and death, and to embark on a new exodus in this new testamentum, this new covenant, this new diatheke. So the thusia, the sacrifice, is not just you know a meal. It is the slaughtering of the Son of God. So that's where I think we would differ from some of our Protestant brothers and sisters on who who would say, like, we have communion. We have a communion service. Mm -hmm. Uh, We, and I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth, but um, whereas we're we're kind of talking about it in the the sense of, of a sacrifice, not not like a commemorative meal. Right. So, so, so it other, is a meal in yes. that it's it, we're eating, we're doing do this in memory of me. Take and eat, take and drink. But it's more. You would never just say no. The oh, the mass is a meal. Is only a meal. It's a Passover, and the Passover wasn't just the the leaving of Egypt. The Passover is the sacrifice of the lamb, because it's when the lamb's blood is painted on the doorposts of the house that the the destructive angel passes passes. Mm-hmm. In a way, passes by, passes over, passes over, passes by them. That there is this death to the firstborn, the gods of Egypt, the firstborn gods of Egypt, and there's this freedom for the people. And so, the, the Jewish understanding of the Passover and of the sacrifice is that when it is celebrated, you're participating in that event. So, in 2020, when my Jewish friends celebrate the Passover, they're celebrating the Passover in Egypt. That's what it's one event. Mm-hmm. And so our understanding of the Passover, the, the sacrifice yeah. of Jesus is that every time the mass is celebrated, we're 33 AD. We're on Calvary. The upper room is connected together. If you ever watch the movie, the passion of the Christ, what's the image that Jesus has when he's on the cross? It's of the last supper. Those two events are like Linked. are so connected together yeah. that you cannot separate them. Mm-hmm. It's like dirt and soil. I mean, you cannot separate <laughs> the two of them. That. So there's also, I, I think there's a there's some arguments that the the idea that the mass is a sacrifice uh, do, is not like an apostolic teaching. It doesn't. It does not go all the way back to the beginning. It goes to Holy Thursday 
Because Jesus, Jesus wouldn't have thought of Holy Thursday any other way except a Passover sacrifice. I mean, he, it, yeah. he, that it's there. It's not, it's not something that's extra biblical that's being put on it. Jesus, when he sat down with his, his apostles on Holy Thursday, he wouldn't have thought of like, oh, dude, guys, yeah, just come over. Uh, hey, Thomas, you bring some Buffalo Wild Wing. And, oh, dear. And James, James, you, uh, you, um, how about, how about some ribs? Can you guys do some, you guys, you guys can you do, like Jesus, bread. yeah, no, bread. bread. Unleavened bread. And then wow. the ritual of the Passover, the four parts, the four cups of the of the, the ritual Passover. Jesus and the 12 apostles would have thought nothing different than this is a Passover. And then sacrifice. we would hold too that that's, that that is, a, I mean, one, it was Jesus celebrated the Last Supper with his apostles. But then that teaching was then passed on. I mean, so we see early in the in the early church, um, there's mention of the of Correct. the sacrifice. In the di- the Didache, the Didache means sacrifice. Didache, yeah. So that's that's seventy seventy A.D. Uh, Pope Clement the first in eighty, Ignatius of Antioch in one ten, uh, Justin Martyr. What? Uh, well, the, the, just keep keep the hits going, O'Brien. One that's one fifty five. Irenaeus in one eighty nine, okay. Cyprian of Carthage in two fifty three, uh, Cyril of Jerusalem three fifty. Uh, what? Just Gre- Gregory Nanzianzen. That guy, the new I theologian? Love, I just love saying his name. That's uh, 383. Ambrose. Yes. Ambrose of Milan uh, is 389. John Chrysostom um, died in 403. Uh, St. Augustine, right? Very yes. Very well known. So all of these have talked. That's four, 412. Um, th- these guys, I mean, that, so that's that's five centuries right there. Where Five centuries. The, it, where among the the greatest minds, the greatest thinkers, the early bishops, um, the idea of a sacrifice—the people was, who put the Bible together and gave us the doctrines of yeah, the faith—the idea who that, defended uh, the the doctrine that, of faith. that it was one the one sacrifice, not a not multiple sacrifices happening. You know, at the same. Vinny Flynn in his book Vinnie, Seven Secrets of the Eucharist Flynn, talks man, about the one mass, the one mass. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to talk about the when, like how you know how long we've been we've been doing this, it's for a long time. A long time, been a long very, time, been a long, lonely, 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 very, lonely, very long, long time. time. Okay, so then the idea, uh, I think it's interesting that like the sa- sacrifice does not mean that that to kill. When one offers a sacrifice, it's a gift, which can involve the killing of of an, of an animal. So we see that a lot in the Old Testament, but there's also the Sacrifice of praise, that's um, Hosea, Hosea chapter 4. Yeah. The sacrifice of thanksgiving, Psalm 50. Uh, then, anyway, there's just lots of, there's lots of those. Uh, the, the idea of, of a sacrifice does not necessarily involve the, 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 the killing, uh, which I think is interesting. Okay, so then Hebrews, Hebrews 9 talks about the sacrifice being offered once for all. And so what would you say to the idea that there's this re-sacrificing at, at every Mass, as if, as if the one sacrifice of Calvary was not enough? Well, if someone says that Jesus is being re-crucified at every Mass, that is just a poor understanding. I, I, hold on. I've heard this over and over again. And it, and it means for 
a person to sit down and say, to, to, like I said earlier, to go back to the Passover. They're not re-sacrificing the lamb in Egypt. They're participating. They didn't go and find those bones of that lamb. That past, making that past event present. present. Yes. Because that's what memorari means. It doesn't mean to think, do this in memory of me. Memorari doesn't mean to, I think in my mind about my grandmother. God rest your soul. I don't think in my mind about my auntie. I don't think in mind about my, you know, second grade teacher, Miss Pippin, who was so cruel to me. It's so mean. She's, I, 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 they don't appear here. Like, Miss Pippin is not showing up. My Aunt Helen is not showing up. My grandmother is not showing up here in my present moment. They're in my mind. That's memory. Remember, we talked about this a couple of times. Like, the, Amer- the U.S. English language is so rich and beautiful, and then it lacks things like memory. It lacks words like love, the deep definitions of things. Etymology, the study of words, just break open that word of memory. That was memory. on Jeopardy a couple weeks ago, like the word, so you know. Oh, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. So when we break open the word of memory, do this in memory of me, it's not just I'm thinking about it and I'm killing Jesus as he shows up. He shows up on the scene and I'm stabbing him. No, I, that, that event is appearing in my midst. And not just appearing, it's it's wrapped around me. And I think if you can, if you have that, you know, we t- we have lots of there's lots of debates in the church about reverence, you know, and and are people, you know, do people take the mass seriously? So people get into arguments about how people dress when they come to mass or how people act. Um, and it's of course it's not a you know it's not a free for all. But but I I think there would be a lot of that those issues would go away, of kind of the idea of this is very 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 important. If people could articulate and understand that that Calvary was coming to life in yeah. front of them. In if as you as you if, if you go through and read like uh, and I think that's also true of priests by the way we we I know I'll, I'll speak for myself you can get into kind of a mode of like oh here we go another here's another mass I gotta celebrate mass um, but the idea we say this prayer a lot of priests say this prayer before they celebrate mass Lord help me to celebrate this mass as if it were my first mass my last mass my only mass to 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 con- to concentrate on the importance of this of this moment to bring that reverence into this moment because what's happening at every Mass, daily or Sunday, <coughs> is super important. It's super important. The one sacrifice of Christ is being made present. The mm-hmm. Lamb who was slain, it's happening. Correct. And, yeah, and, and Malachi, like uh, I was just, I was looking at Malachi the prophet. chapter two. Malachi. Yeah, Malachi That's the prophet, chapter two. Uh, chapters one and two. You should read the prophet Malachi. It's a it's an easy to. read. It's beautiful, and it talks about that that e, uh, what the role of priests are. Uh, the Saint Paul's letter to the Hebrews talks about the the sacrifice in the temple and Jesus being a priest of the order of Melchizedek, and how there's this priesthood that's shared throughout history, of that as you know as Catholic priests were ordained. Priest of the Order of Jesus Christ of Melchizedek. According to the Order of Melchizedek. You are a priest of Melchizedek. 
uh, the priest that comes into existence, and as St. Paul says in the letter to Hebrews, has no beginning and has no end. Like It's eternal. And that is what we participate in. I, I don't know if my analogy uh, about the kind of matter was kind of accurate. And maybe Which analogy is that? Yeah, my my analogy of matter last week that we were participate in this matter that has existed from all times. It's kind of like I think maybe it's like oxygen, like the oxygen that you and I are breathing has been around forever. I'm not produce. I'm not producing my own oxygen. Yep. The water that we drink, like I always, whenever someone throws away a bottle of water and it's like half full, I dump it on the ground because you can't reproduce that. Like the H2O we have is the H2O we have. We, yeah. we don't have any more. We can't produce it. So anything, uh-huh. any water that's in a dumpster somewhere is is, is gone for all eternity. Uh-huh. Well, not all eternity. It's gone. I got you. So. And, and we participate in this oxygen that is around us, that is, that, you know, that Jesus breathed, that dinosaurs breathed, that everybody has breathed. And so, too, I'm participating in this holy sacrifice of the Mass that began in 33 AD and exists for all time and all eternity. So, what about the resurrection? Mm hmm. Like, I think that's where some people would, would push back and say, so you're like re- constantly representing the sacrifice, Jesus's death, but he rose like it's over. He, he did. He died and then he rose. So why are you still talking about the death? In, in the 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 death and resurrection of Jesus Christ is all in the same because remember he's glorified. So and I would say liturgically, we would say like Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, from the Last Supper to the resurrection, we consider that. One basically like one day, one uh, event, one event. Um, so it's its own liturgical season. We call it the Triduum, right? Mm-hmm. It's yes, it's three days, but but one tripartite, one thing. Yeah. So the Eucharist, for example, the Eucharist is not celebrated on Good Friday. We celebrate Holy Thursday, and then the next time we celebrate the Mass is Easter Sunday. Is the Easter Vigil. Okay, now what? Give me that question once again. Uh, Your question. Oh yeah, what, what about the resurrection? Like it seems one. I think one could say you you Catholics are seem to be really caught up in the death, but like what about the resurrection? Okay, that's what the Eucharist. You know, the Eucharist is is two things. Is I, I, I as a as a priest celebrating Mass, you pour water into a chalice. And you pour wine into the chalice. And then you have this bread. And the two are separated, such as Jesus' yes. body on Calvary. His divinity is separated from his humanity when he descends into the dead. When he dies upon the cross, his divinity and his humanity separate from each other, as well as his flesh and his blood. And at the consecration, uh, both in the Eastern and the Western liturgies, what's the what's the event right before the distribution of Holy Communion? It's the unification of the two eight together. We call down the Holy Spirit that this bread would become too, divine. We take that piece, a piece exactly of the host, and the piece of the the consecrated host, the Eucharist goes into the chalice. Yes, to bring the body. Yep. And the blood and the water that was noticeably comes from Jesus' side yep. back together in the chalice. Back together as one. 
by the mingling of his body and blood, let us come Digging to share that. in the divinity of Christ who is humbled to share in our humanity. Himself, yeah, yeah that, that's the preparation wow. for the chalice. Yeah. And then, and then at, at that, what, what do we do? We, it, it says you, you hold it up and you said, behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. So this is all one event wrapped up together. Also, I tell people, like, when they're like, yeah, yeah, you just, you know, Jesus come down off that cross. I said, he also came out of the nativity set, too, but every December 25th, you put him back on display. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah he, he came, down, he, he came yeah. down off the cross. Yeah. But why do, we, why do we have the crucifix on the wall? Is to remind us that not only did God suffer for us, he also died. Not that he died. He was humiliated. He was naked. And he was unashamed. Unlike Adam in the garden who was naked and, and like the TV show, afraid. And ran and hid. Wow, a lot there. A lot there. Unpack it. Go back and study um, this. Rerum yeah. Navarum. The Learn this stuff anew. The Catechism on the Ooh, Eucharist. Father Mike Schmitz. Father Mike Schmitz got this video called like Praying the Mass Like Never Before. Watch it. It's like an hour long talk. Yeah, it's uh, from uh, Seek or SLS, yeah, one of the two. It's brilliant. So, wow, we've done three straight episodes on the Eucharist, on the Mass. Really? We should do more. This is fun. So if this resonated with you, let us know. Um, if there's other subjects, especially around the Eucharist, mm-hmm. what, what would those be? What questions do you have that maybe we could dive into? And this helps us, by the way, as much as it helps you, I yep. think, if anyone's listening. Okay, we're leaving. God uh, bless you. We hope you have a great week. Uh, stay safe. Pray for us. Be holy. And, be uh, smart. And we love you. <laughs>